Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Showtime. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Ready. ready? This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. I have no clue who it is I a am, different, but when who you are. You I, I, I do don't even look different. That can only mean one thing. Jeff Lutz. There's Elvis for you. Oh, I'm going to pass out. That was so funny. You are not cool. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. What kind of a show are you guys putting on here? Good afternoon. Welcome. It is a Wednesday edition of the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz co-hosting, Max Power producing and engineering the show. Back east in the Wichita East studio for Odyssey Radio. We are here. What do you have for me? Is there really a studio if no one's in it? Max is there. Yeah, but he's running the board. Well, it's a studio. All right. He gets uh, periodic visitors, I'm sure. I hope so. Tony Deucing stops in. You kind of feel bad not being out east. Not really. What do you mean, not really? I wouldn't feel bad being out east, but I don't feel bad not being out east. Well, for the first five years of this show, uh, I left this house. About an hour, little maybe a little a before, uh, before the show started, drove over there, about a 20, 25-minute drive if the traffic's good, and then uh, left and drove home. And uh, if there's only one good thing to come out of COVID, there's not, but if you can stretch the truth, it's being able to do the show here in my home. Well, I think a lot of people would say that... Uh you, know, you don't COVID, have that luxury. COVID overall, bad, but uh, the opportunity to work from home for a lot of people has been good. You don't I, have that luxury. I hate working from home. Uh, Why I is that? Just doesn't, I'd rather, when I'm home, I want to be home. I don't want to be at work. My home is my home. Well, this, uh, is, this feels like home. This is uh, my home. This is my office. I do work in my office, so why not uh, do this work in my office? I do very little work at home. You don't have an office. You haven't reached that uh, level of. I could go wherever I want. Any place could be an office. Yeah, but you haven't. You don't have a designed office at your. Nor will your I. Home. Nor you will I ever reach that level of affluence yet. Nor will I ever. No, no, you probably won't. Not interested. I reached that level of affluence, and I've got an office. See, the people who use the word like affluence usually don't have any. Usually, in this case, fairly accurate. Right, you don't have any. What do you mean I don't have any? You're, you have a house with wood paneling 
I mean, this is not. Well, it looks great, doesn't the it? The lap of luxury. Doesn't the wood paneling look great in this particular looked, room with the carpet? It looked great in 1976, I'm sure. So you'd change it. You'd take it down. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this no, isn't. I, tell, tell me what you'd do. Your 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 area that we do the show in is not a sign of affluence. You don't think this looks good? Since I didn't I say that. New lighting. I didn't say any uh, of that. New carpet. Uh, you're saying that this is just a run-of-the-mill place. Kind of, yeah. Well, at least, you know, if you want to compare places, whose place would you rather have? Mine or yours? Yeah. Mine. Why? A thousand times out of a thousand. Why? Location. Out there in the middle of nothing. Yeah. Just kind of a structure that comes up. And you don't have to be far away from anybody. Barely keeps the wind out. And you're knocking my place. Not knocking your place. Well, I don't appreciate You're misunderstanding what I'm saying. You as, did live here for a period of time. Loved it. Uh, how long? I don't know. When did you move in here? 2006. Five. 2005. I lived here for about a year Wait and a, a half. Minute. 2006. Two years? A year and a half? I moved in here of January, in January of 2006. So I'm coming up on 18 years at this house. I got a new... Never lived the anywhere. Apartment this will break a record. My previous record was 17 years at 1034 North Baltimore in Derby. What about how long were we at Bella Vista? Not not long. Not 10 years? 10 years. Well, this is a new record then. 18 years. Impressive. That's, that is impressive. Might be the last time you're able to reach 18 years at a particular. Well, I don't know about that. I who knows how long I'll be at Larksfield Place or yeah, whatever place uh, I think you they, shove me into. I in think a they few have years. a time limit on so on those places. Will you shove me into a place in a in a? No, I'm not. I'm not that kind of person. What would you do? Probably nothing. I'll just let you just rot. Let me let you rot here. And really, just, that's what you'd do. Probably. What about my wife? She's good. Well, I would hope that you'd have a little more compassion. Even joking, that's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really that interested in putting you in a facility. Is that what you want? Yeah, because you want to save money. No, I couldn't care. You're paying. Um, but, but but the money I would pay to go into the facility would, you in your brain, somehow get to you. How much do you think it costs monthly to be in a facility? I don't know. A lot. Depends on what you're wanting. Hmm. Not much. Four to six to eight thousand a month, probably. A month? Sure. No. Of course, that's what it costs. Eight thousand a month? Who has if want, that? If you want the, you know, the amenities, people save for that stuff. So I don't even, don't even make four thousand a month. Well, you don't have to worry about it. You're not old enough to worry about it yet. I am. I, uh, I. These are things I think about occasionally. Well, I guess. I mean, it's still seems like a long way off, but. Well, for you it is. Well. It is. If for you. It doesn't seem like that far off to me. Are you declining? Of course I am. Well, that's We're all bad. declining. Not necessarily. Um, those of us in our late 60s are on some level of, of decline. Now, it doesn't have to be a fast decline. It can be a very slow malaise kind of a decline. Uh, which is what I hope I'm on, but uh, you know, when you get into this age bracket, uh, you're you're slipping a little bit. 
Can happen. You don't like this conversation. That's fine with but it. You know what's coming for you. What? The same thing. You're you're going to be for, 41 years old in a I month. Know. Or Why less do I like that. aging? You like aging? Yeah, I think it's cool to be 41. When I'm 42, I th- I'll think that's cool. I don't feel that. I don't feel that at all. Well, nobody feels it. Some I don't people feel 68. Some people feel 68. Now, let me ask you a question. And I'm going to ask the wider listening audience. There are 68-year-olds who you hear, you listen to, and you say, man, that, that dude or that woman, that's, a, that's, an old, that's an old person. When you hear me on this radio show daily, you don't think that. You think this guy uh, sounds pretty young, like he's, he's got it going. I mean, you, the things you say certainly make you sound ancient. Uh, but the, the way, way you, I say the them. way you deliver, yeah, I had, uh, I was lucky to have two parents who were young at heart. So I got that in spades and you know, 41 doesn't feel any different to me than 30. I'm just the same guy. Well, I don't know. Talk about me being young at heart. I thought I just did. Well, you see, you mentioned uh, the other parent. Well, like a uh, center stage occasionally. It's, it's not about having center stage. I'm just saying. Both of you rubbed off on me in that way. Well, I don't know. You seem old. No, I don't. Well, I'd bring Max in, but I'd, I'm curious. He'd, he'd try to side with both of us because Max doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. Max doesn't mind ruffling feathers. Uh, How's your uh, COVID hangover doing? You hear my voice? I'm still my a little. My wife uh, really had a bad night last night. Coughing, like really coughing. Um, I've done okay. I'm. I seem to be generally okay. Is she still testing? She's not positive. She's negative. I haven't tested. I feel fine. Um, I haven't tested since I think Friday of last week. Uh, so I'm fine. Yeah. The voice is back. There's no. There's no great amount of coughing. There's just some. There's still some. Drainage, which we talked about yesterday. Yeah, drainage is no fun. Well, uh, listen, you get you got drainage. Seems like my sense of smell is returning. Taste came back much quicker. Never lost my taste, lost my smell. Let me smell. Yeah, I got a little smell of those mints. Good. I could actually smell them. Yeah, my taste. I had taste, but it didn't taste like what it was supposed to taste like. Uh, boy, what was I? There's something I wanted to say today. Doggone it, this is when I feel old, when I can't remember. Uh, oh, we had, uh, we had Paul Calsill on, on the show yesterday from the Calsills. And after the show, our friend Leon Liebel got a hold of me and said, have you seen the documentary on Amazon Prime about the Calsills? I said, no, I didn't even know there was one. Uh, so last night, Debbie and I watched the documentary about the Calsills. I wish I'd have watched it, uh, wish I'd watched it before we had Paul Cowsill on. But what a what an outstanding documentary, and it really told me a lot about the Cowsills. And as I said, if I'd have had that documentary under my belt, I would have asked much better questions. Well, that's kind of a theme for you, but... What uh, do you mean? Just kidding. What do you mean? What, what does that mean? 
What what does that lashing out mean? You know, this close to asking better questions most of the time. Like, one thing could have gone this way. Oh, so I don't ask good questions. You ask good questions. Just make it funny. All right. It was very telling, that documentary. A lot lot of tragedy in uh, in the lives of those kids. Um, And power to them for continuing on. Paul, uh, who was on the show yesterday, as I said, uh, had a big role in the documentary. It was good to put a face to the to the name, and I would uh, encourage everyone to watch the documentary on Amazon Prime. About when was it made? And uh, fairly recently, uh, pretty recently. How long? I don't know. I don't no, know how long is it. I'm sorry. An hour and a half. Well, I'll probably check that out. Yeah. Well, even we've had one of the guys on, and uh, it was it was very well done. We enjoyed it. And uh, I made a discovery yesterday for dinner that I'm not going to tell anyone about. Really? No, because that I don't big, wa- That big dinner plan you had? Yeah, I don't want anybody to know about it. I'm sure there's already many who do. Is it a local place? Uh, yeah. Then give them... No, I don't want to do... I don't want to do that because I don't want people to rush out. We want local businesses to succeed. This business is doing just fine. It's been there for decades, and uh, they don't. Well, then you, you didn't make a discovery. They don't. Well, I sort of made a, a discovery for my own personal benefit and that of my wife. Can you tell us what? I'll you... just say this: best meatloaf I've ever had. Meatloaf, okay. Best meatloaf I've ever had, bar none. In fact, I bought extra that I'm going to have more of it tonight. That's outstanding. Now, so you went to Duda Diner. Now it's a little bit of a drive. Uh, but I don't mind the drive. In fact, I like driving. I like being in my car. Uh, really? So yeah. So I don't, I don't foresee this being an issue. It's probably a once a week venture for. Wow. It. It's a lot. Uh, also, you know how salad bars have kind of disappeared since COVID. Right. This place has one, and while I did not use it, it looks spectacular. What other kind of offerings do they have at this uh, place? You know, I can't. I can't Is it go a much cafeteria type I place. I can't go much deeper into it. Eight six nine twelve forty or Twitter. I'm sure someone can deduce exactly what you're talking about. I can't go much deeper into it. Well, that's too bad. If it's already successful, I don't understand your hesitance. I don't want people to know about it. Why? Because then they'll have to. I'll have to stand in a line. Uh, you, how many people do you think are listening right now? A lot. Tony Deucing tells me, I don't know if you ever have a conversation with well, Tony. Tony Deucing doesn't like to communicate with me. Tony, he, here's Tony Deucing to me. FanDuel, that's his text. Well, I get a lot of, uh, lot of information from Tony. Uh, here's Ralph, who's been holding. Hello, Ralph. How you doing today? We're doing well, got, Ralph. How are you? I am great. Hey, I'm, I've got a quick, I was quick out and about. I had a quick question for you. Have you ever played the game Immaculate Grid? I have. Yes. I struggle with it. And uh, 25 well, years I, ago, I don't think I would have. My my grandson and I play it a lot. He's a huge baseball fan. He's nine years old. We play this all the time. But I was looking up something the other day. You know, they give you the, the, advi- or the answers kind of at the end or whatever. And I saw an, uh, a really odd thing that I think, Bob, you would love as a Cardinal fan. They had a deal for relievers who had saved 300 games, 
and I put in Bob Suter, or uh, yeah, Suter, Bruce Suter, and got that right. But the other one is Isringhausen, also in his career with 300 saves. So those two guys both ended their careers with exactly 300 saves, which isn't really newsworthy, but I thought it was really kind of interesting and odd. And I thought I'd share that with you, and I hope you guys have a great day. Hey, well, hold on before you leave. I appreciate that, Jason. He left. Housing. Are you there? Ralph left? Yeah, he left. Well, that's too bad. Why did he leave so quick? I don't know. I had something I wanted to say I to him I wanted to know if he had any kind of idea of the place I'm talking about with the meatloaf and salad. I don't bar. know. Who knows if he was even listening to that part? Well, I think he was. Maybe he just called unsolicited, unknowing. Uh, I want to know if uh, anybody knows what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'd like to know. Well, maybe I'll tell you off the air, although I wouldn't count on it. I know Is uh, Jim 88 still with us? Yeah. Hey, Jim. I hope. Hello? Yeah, I'm still with you. Still with us. I don't know the address of this place that you found where the meatloaf and salad bar is. What's the physical address? Uh, I don't, I'm not ready right now to divulge all that. Okay, um, well, next question. Next question, back to the old age thing. When you're talking about going where you want to go, you believe in the gold standard, and you got a lot of gold from the Beacon and Eagle days. <laughs> gold is not something That's that the Beacon standard. or the Eagle uh, allowed for me to have. Go ahead, though. Well, that's my point, is you got the gold standard, and, you know, that place is expensive, and if you can get in the door for 6000 it would surprise me. Well, yeah. Well, hopefully month. I don't have to worry about that for a little while. You've, yeah. you've managed to keep that at bay for a long time, so hopefully I'll be like you, Jim. Well, you're just a kid. Well, That's all I, I, I all like hearing want. that, yes. Yeah. All you got to do is start Thanks. drinking Leonard's Club and things like like I used to drink when I was your age. Well, 80 I'll proof, do my best. 80 proof whiskey, back off of that 86 and 90 proof and bottled and bond, 100 proof and all that stuff that you guys down at the Eagle and the Beacon used to drink all the time. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. All the we time. appreciate it. Uh, very little drinking occurred at the Did Eagle. Did you go out to East Central? Uh, our guest today, no, I did not. Okay. Our guest today uh, at uh, 225, so in just a few minutes, Zach Cleaver, the head men's, head boys basketball coach at campus, they're off to a very good start. And I think nobody really kind of kept an eye on them, and uh, they're undefeated and ranked in the top 10 in Class 6A. At 245, Mike Furches or, uh, will join us, actually at around 240 today. Uh, and then later on in the show, we'll talk to Virgil Ballard, our fantasy commissioner. Uh, let's get to Orlando, who's waiting. Orlando? I, I think it might be Rolando. He left. Why'd he leave, Max? Don't let these people leave. Why would you just jump off? Like, Yeah, I mean, we're going to get to you. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. If you're going to call, I stay and let us talk yeah, to you. Don't, don't call and drop gone. off. And, Max, don't let them drop off. Keep them on. Engage them. I don't think it's uh, his call there. Well, I don't know if it's his call. If they want to hang up, they can hang up no, at any time. No, you don't hang up. But he's not in control of that is what I'm saying. Well, d d you, you, you tell a person when they called. Now, listen, 
I'm going to put you on, but don't leave. That'd be nice. That's what I'd do. There's two guys in front of you. Hang tight. Yeah, we're going to get you on. But no dropping off. It sounds terrible. It's a bad look, yeah, Rolando. Yeah, we, we call your name and stuff? Or Rolando. I think it was Rolando. Uh, Might have been Orlando. We've had an Orlando call before. Have we? I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. I'm 50% sure. I don't think I've ever heard from an Orlando. Well, now we have to hear back from him, but he can't call till like, 3. The only uh, Orlando I've ever spoken with, as far as I know, is, and I, I count this uh, with hesitancy, Orlando Cepeda. Not Orlando Woolridge? No, I never talked to Orlando Woolridge. When did you talk to Orlando Cepeda? At the 2000, uh, or 2001 Baseball Hall of Fame induction, but I didn't really talk to him. I think I asked him a question. Mm, that's that, talking. That, yeah, but it wasn't like it was just him and me in a conversation. But I guess that does count. Sure, I'd count it. One of the great Hall of Fame inductions of all, of all time. George Nolan Bryan, Ryan, Nolan George Ryan. Brett, Robin Yount, Orlando Cepeda, and there was one other person, and I can't remember who it was. Yeah, that's about as good as it gets. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk campus high school boys basketball. Zach Cleaver. Their head coach, he joins the show next. Hey, Mel, Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as I... Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 12.40 KFH. Good and bad. The musical theme, this is The Last Good Time Town from the Eagles, their long road out of Eden record. Uh, Zach Cleaver joins us, campus boys basketball coach, off to a very good start. Coach Cleaver, welcome. Hey, thank you guys. Thanks for having me. So you took on this program after uh, Chris Davis had been in charge for uh, several years, had a good, ma- good amount of success. 
He did not leave your cupboard bare. You have to thank him for that, don't you? He he always told me if uh, whenever if I took over for him, he, he would never leave me uh, high and dry. So I appreciate that. So you had your three and zero. Your first two wins are against Andover and Andover Central. Those are games that campus lost last year by a combined sixty-seven points, and you beat them uh, this year. I know a lot has changed. You've gotten a year older, a year better. Uh, but what do those two early wins mean? Because that's not uh, an easy first two games to have. No, no, no. It it isn't. I mean, uh, you said it best. I mean, they they us last year. Two very very talented teams. One was the five A state champ. Another had you know, a couple all-state players on it. And uh, we definitely had those games circled on our calendar. You know, we last year we played kind of a gauntlet on the road. We started off on the road at Andover and Andover Central. And uh, this year we knew we got them at home. Uh, we were bringing back all five starters. And, uh, you know, whenever that kind of leaves a sour taste in your mouth, whenever you go to somebody's place and get, get molly like we did. So, I mean, it didn't take a lot of uh, motivation for our boys to have those games uh, kind of in their head. And so, uh they, they really rose to the occasion. I mean, this summer kind of drove them to, uh, to really figure out that work ethic and, and kind of get that winning mentality. So uh, those, two, those two started us off on the right track for sure. Zach Cleaver, our guest, campus boys basketball coach. I've been alive almost 69 years. You just dropped a new word on me, mollywop. Well, that's the Southwest Kansas term for uh, plus, plus 20 in the negative, or I guess minus 20 in the column there. So, yeah, no. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. So you have uh, you you mentioned you got your your starters back from last year, but you have a really special player at Andrell Andrell Burton, uh, mm-hmm. who's uh, who's already where did he commit to, Coach? To Drake Drake University. That's a pretty good commitment. So mm-hmm. it's nice to have a guy like that as an anchor of a team in your first year as a coach, as a head coach at campus, right? Yeah, I mean, he's. Uh, we've had Andrew for four years. He came in. Uh, he was on our state runner-up team as a freshman and started for us. So we've had him for four years in the program. And, I mean, you talk about a kid that learned from, from really good players and Sterling Chapman and them on how to lead and how to get in the gym. And, you know, uh, he he just – he's 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, shoots from the outside, shoots about 43% from three, uh, can play above the rim, can run, can defend – I mean, he is an ultra talent, but the best part is he's a great teammate, and he's one of the most coachable kids we've ever had. So he's gotten better every game, every year. So he's he's a lot of fun to coach. Coach, I feel like because you know the there's not as much high school coverage and, and newspapers and things like that that uh, a guy like that could go under the radar a little bit. And I know he said a Division One player, but do you think enough people know about him? Do the people do all the people who should know about Andrew Burton know about him? Do you think? ETL are in the city league. They know about him. I mean, he's a, he's he's an extraordinary talent. He played with Vince Williams on a. Midwest Buckets and played on the New New Balance uh, tour this summer, and so I mean that was a lot of good publicity for him. And but I mean, everyone everyone's kind of known since he was a freshman. They're like, whenever this kid becomes a senior, he's going to be something special. I mean, he'll be a thousand point scorer for us. Uh, I think he'll finish in the top three in ABCTL rebounding all time. And I mean, he's just he's 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 widely known and I think widely respected amongst uh, players and coaches in the ABCTL. But I mean, I think you're right. I mean it's really hard right now to cover high school sports and we have some people doing a bang up job. Joanna Chadwick does a great job. You guys do a great job. Taylor Eldridge does a great job, even though it's covering the shockers, but it has dropped off a little bit. So it's really, I mean, you kind of got to self promote your players and, 
you know, so we we try to do the best job of getting his name out there for sure. Zach Cleaver with with us, the uh, head boys basketball coach at campus. Uh, you did uh, beat Newton last night. You scored eighty three points. You're off until uh, the fifteenth, so two nights from now you play at Mays, and then mm-hmm. you have a a couple of very interesting games against Hutchinson and Derby, both at home. Uh, those mm-hmm. two teams are probably uh, the. T- and I guess you throw you're although I don't think you're in the same division with Mays South, are you? We are. Yep, they're Division One now. Okay, so Hutch Derby Mays South campus. That's a pretty good top four. Yeah, I mean I don't think you can discount Mays by any means either. Coach Grill always. We're uh, you're coming in and really out on us a little bit, sure. Coach. Oh, sorry, there sorry. Uh, I said. I said you can't discount Mays at all either. Coach Grill always has a really good squad. And so, I mean, we just – our league is so talented, top to bottom. I mean, there's not an easy game in and out. And, you know, you toss Andover and Andover Central in as you're kind of out of uh, out of conference uh, people. And, I mean, we, there's not a night we can take off. You know, Newton shot the, shot the ball really well last night and gave us kind of a run for our money there too. So, I mean – uh, you just got to bring it every night, and it's well coached. I mean, if you look top to bottom at the coaches, they've they've been there a long time, and they're well established, and they run a great program. And so, I mean, it's it's not an easy night, and our guys know that. And so, you know, you can't have a night off in the ABCTL. So when you start as well as you have, and you know you're uh, pushing up against the holiday break, and you'll have a couple weeks off, is that is, do you feel like that's a good thing, or you know, I mean, you get to tune up and everything like that or does it almost sort of stop your momentum and you have to restart not that you can't get back to that level but does it feel like a a reset at all uh i would say i mean we have an actually exceptional holiday break at campus i mean we're done we're done on friday so i mean friday is our last day of school so we're actually off Uh, we play hutch on that following tuesday and we're going to be off for two days so that game kind of scares me a little bit you never want to be off school and play in hutchison uh but I mean, we have we're going to have eight days off for Christmas break. I mean, and it's it's uh it's our, our talented kids are the ones that you got to keep them out of the gym. So I'm actually worried about them trying to kind of sneak in the gym more than I am uh, them taking a breather and not working out and stuff like that. They'll they'll find a place to find a gym. I can tell you that. So uh, I think they'll be reloaded, ready to go. And then the best part is you got rivalry game derby coming out the first game after Christmas break. So. I mean, I know our boys have that circle in their calendar, and, you know, that's going to be a great game. So I think that's motivation enough to get them back kind of over Christmas break, really focused in and ready to go. Zach Cleaver, our guest from campus, we mentioned Andrew Burton for good cause. He's one of the best players in the state, but he's certainly not your only good player. Cason uh, Thomas, Drake McPherson, those guys have really gotten off to a very fast start this season as well. I mean – uh, somebody on the news yesterday said it, and I mean, I couldn't say it better myself. They said he's the most underrated player in the area and maybe the state, Kaysen Thomas. I mean, he's electric. He's he's one of the quickest kids I've ever coached. And, I mean, I coached Steel Chapman, some kids like that, and, I mean, he is just super quick. And then he has a 40-inch vertical, and so he'll get up and put one on somebody's head too. And his discipline and just the way that he's kind of worked on his game – He's a special, special talent, and I think people are starting to take notice. Uh, I mean, he last game, he I think he had 24, uh, six steals, six assists, and five rebounds. And from a point guard, that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty good stat line. 
to go along with Andrew Burden and some other players. And Drake McPherson, man, he's a quarterback for the Colts, and he had an amazing summer. Uh, the other day versus Andover Central, he had 17 and 11, and he just does everything that we need him to do. He takes a lot of pressure off Andrew on the boards, and he's a guy, if you fall asleep, he's going to figure out a way to score. And we also got a very talented guard in Jacob Weber who runs the off guard from Casey Thomas. And then we got our only junior in our starting lineup is uh, Landon Brown. And, man, he's, he's, a, he's a shooter, and he's really worked on his body. So person five is great. And then we, we bring two seniors off the bench that give us great looks too and that have four years of experience in our program. And so, so they're a really fun group, really tight-knit group. But, uh, I mean, if you, if you ask around, Casey Thomas is the hidden, hidden gem in the ABCTL for sure. So I'm not trying to look too far ahead, but we know uh, three years ago that this team went undefeated and then didn't get a chance to play for the state championship. And uh, whether you have ultimately a team that can do that or not, how how nice is it to know that you have a team that probably is capable of a deep postseason run and that you'll get to finally figure it out on the court? I'm going to say there's not going to be a pandemic this year. <laughs> I'm hoping not. I'm hoping not. That, as far as coaching goes, that's probably one of my worst experiences telling players you don't get to play yes. anymore. But, uh, but I mean, I, with that 23-0 team, we knew in the summer how talented they were going to be. Because, I mean, we played in the summer. We played uh, the camo camp, and then we played another camp. And, I mean, we just went, wow, that team's, I mean, we're really talented. And uh, this summer was very similar. I mean, we went to camo. We went to the uh, Midwest shootout. And we played really, really well, really, really high competition. And I said, man, this team's special. I mean, if they can figure out how to play some defense a little bit, that's really our biggest thing. And, I mean, you wouldn't know it. We gave up 63 points to Newton. But, uh, I mean, defense defense is going to be our kind of uh, whether or not we're going to be successful. And they know that. And, I mean, on our board, uh, printing big letters, how good is good enough? You know, is 3-0 and good enough? Is, is beating Andover good enough? And for these guys, I mean, they, they want to be champions. And for Andrew Burton, he wants to make it back to the state champ- championship game. He lost the state championship game, and anyone who's ever lost the state championship game, the only thing you can think about is getting back to that game. So uh, maybe he'll have the chance this year, depending on how well we play. But really, it's in our league, you got to look at everything game by game, and that's kind of how we got to focus. So you know, the next one up is May's this Friday, and and the Eagles are always a tough matchup for us. All right, Zach, we really appreciate it talking about campus high school basketball. Certainly, uh, if our listeners are listening and they want to get out to watch a high school team. Yours uh, would be near the top of the list. Thanks for your time. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. Zach Cleaver from Campus High School. Colts are 3-0. and Mike Furches joins us. We're going to talk pop culture with Mike, uh, who's been a little bit uh, hard to get uh, <laughs> lately, but he's been busy. How you been, Mike? Yeah. I've been doing pretty good. It's, like you said, it's been busy, so... Uh, I've, the schedule changed for at least through Christmas. I'm available for this first hour, but the, after that, it's, it makes it tough. So, but I'm here you for sent the first Santa hour. Santa Claus sure. in his place a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I did. And uh, Santa, he filled me in about Jeff how that you had just had a you know had a had a, just a bad day that day apparently. So gave him such a hard. <laughs> I was time. a little grumpy. I was a little grumpy. I apologize. I was, Jeff. Uh, you know, the, how can you be in a bad mood around Santa Claus? I don't get well, it. He was. This, Santa was like, he said, I, I almost just put him on that naughty list. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, anybody who knows me knows that I'm a highbrow when it comes to movies, even though I don't know why I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not a highbrow on any other facet of life, but I've started paying attention to the uh, best movies list for 2023, and there's so many out there. 
it's hard to find consensus, but I'm trying to watch those movies that I deem to be Oscar worthy. Uh, the last, the only, really, the only one I've watched recently is a movie called May December, with Julianne Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman, and I thought it was outstanding. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, but do you do you support? Go ahead. Two incredible actresses, right there. By the way. Yes, they are very, very good, and I thought the movie's a little bit, uh, the subject matter's a little bit difficult, but I it made you think, and that's kind of what you're looking for in a movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so, and uh, this year is so much better. I think this year has so many movies that are more that are more worthy of uh, Oscar consideration than the last two years, almost the last two years combined, so there's, there's a lot of good ones out there this year, and there's another one that I, I was not expecting to be nearly as good as it was that I saw last week, and it was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal movie and is getting rave reviews and word of mouth has this movie doing better and better or at least holding steady uh, from week to week, and that's the new Godzilla, Minus One. It is it is everything that the original Godzilla Gloria was supposed to be about, uh, tons of social commentary, uh, commentary regarding the planet, and it is so well done. It is by far the best done Godzilla, and I've heard people say that it's the best movie they've ever seen, and that's another one. Uh, that and The Holdovers are two of the best movies I've seen all year. And Godzilla was totally unexpected. Totally unexpected. So I saw The Holdovers. That was pretty good. We uh, we rented it on Amazon Prime. I enjoyed it. I was curious, though, Mike, how, how good or how effective or what is the role of movies in bringing attention to certain things. When my dad said it made him think, that must mean it had yeah. something to say, but I'm really bad at that. I'm, I'm, I usually just take movies for what they are and then move on about my day. So what do you think the role of movies is as far as, uh, you know, bringing attention to certain difficult topics at times? Yeah, I, I think the best movies cause you to think whether you intend it to or not. Now, does one have to think? I, I was reminded quite often by my late wife that she liked going to movies just to, to enjoy the movies. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, the, things like, I don't know, Smokey and the Bandit, <laughs> a terrible movie in so many regards, but so much fun in others. And there are some people that just, they don't, their work, their environment, their situation causes them to think about so many things already. The last thing they want to do is think about a movie. I think the holdovers in regards to uh, wealth, uh, school situations, the ability to, to turn around to some extent, recognizing your future, your potential, I thought was incredible. And Paul Giamatti, uh, I don't know how anyone can watch Paul Giamatti in that movie and not appreciate the great talent that he is. So that's that's an example of what I saw in the movie. Others saw it and just liked it because of the story. Uh, now Godzilla, as an example, that has a ton to say regarding the environment, uh, the, the earth, climate change, nuclear weaponry. Uh, the families and how we get along and how we stand up for each other. Uh, and it's it's so hard to ignore it. And I think a great movie finds a way to cause you to think whether you intend to or not. So, Well, if there's ever been a time in uh, American society to thank, it's uh, the time we're currently living in. Mike Furches, our guest. And speaking of that, there's a much-talked-about movie on Netflix uh, called Leave the World Behind, uh, yeah. produced uh, by the Obamas, actually. And uh, it apparently, I haven't seen it yet. It's it's on my list, and I want to see it uh, sometime very soon. But it apparently tackles the issues of the day in a way that uh, is getting much buzz. 
Yeah, and well, they've been involved in doing some movies and documentaries over the last few years, and I think they've done a great job. Now, I, I wasn't exactly the biggest fan in the world of President Obama for a number of reasons. I didn't dislike him. I would love to play some hoops with him and have a beer. You know, he, he's that kind of guy. But the movies that they've done over the last few years have just had a lot to say and uh, have been done very well. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that they've done another quality piece of work. I wanted to ask you, Mike, about uh, the latest installment of Fargo. I've found <laughs> it to be hit and miss. When it hits, it hits very well. Yeah. When it misses, it kind of whiffs pretty strongly as well. The current one with uh, Juno Temple, I believe is her name, yeah. uh, and and uh, John Hamm and Jennifer Jason Leigh and some other very, very good uh, supporting actors we're through the first four episodes. We've got the fifth one recorded to watch. Highly, highly entertaining. Yes, it's, well, it's, on, it's airing on FX, and then if you have Hulu, it's streaming on Hulu as well. I'm on episode four. I just finished episode four today. And uh, it's, it's you know, the thing I thought about was imagining Barry uh, working, Barry Cohen, what's his last name, Bob? We just had him on the show. Joel and Barry Ethan Corbin. Cohen. Yeah, to have, yeah, to, Barry, to have Corbin. Barry Corbin, to, to have him working with them on set and getting along, they I love the Cohen brothers, but they are disturbed. <laughs> I don't know if hardly any other way to say it. Their movies, I, so far, like I said, I just finished episode four today. I'm loving it uh, because it is so uh, extraordinarily bizarre. And there's the moments it doesn't hit, I think I kind of know what you're talking about there. But I, I think that's the Cohen brothers just playing with the audience sometimes. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, yeah, they, uh, they, you know, I, I, I just think it's the characters are so interesting and very much over the top in, yes. in some ways. But in other ways, you can relate to them. And I just think yeah. it's a, a great premise, of course, built off the movie by the same name that everybody has seen. Uh, this This series in some cases doesn't have a whole lot to do with the movie Fargo, but uh, just I, I'm, I can't wait to watch the nep- next episode. It's, yeah. it's that kind of television for me. Yeah, I, I describe it as viciously delicious. <laughs> it's a, it is a pretty vicious. good way to describe it. It's vi- but it's so, it, it tastes so good you can't help but want to see and have more of it. And I love, I love the characters because they are so over the top, and they're not using the original characters, but Again, the brothers are not directing this. They have a lady that's doing the directing and the writing for most of it, and I think she's doing a, a great job in sticking to the Cohen brothers' uh, tradition who who are producing the, the series. So I'm loving it, and, you know, it's it's one of those things that, again, it seems that streaming is doing so much better than the mainstream Hollywood format of making movies, and I think that has to do because we can get into the character development over, you know, seven, eight, ten episodes. So. so, Mike, you can take this question as, as seriously or not as you want. I really just want to brag on myself. Um, yesterday, I, I my wife uh, got me these electronic drums for my birthday. They came uh-huh. early, so we went ahead and, uh, you know, put them together. And by we, I mean she did. Um, <laughs> and yesterday I put on the live version of Take It Easy, and I was absolutely flawless at uh, drumming it. along with that song. I just was yeah. unbelievable. I wish somebody could have seen it uh, besides my wife. She doesn't care. Um, yeah, so when am I going to be able to drum with you? 
Well, we're actually we're actually talking about putting the band back together and start playing after Christmas because my back's not hurting right now, and uh, we've been talking a little bit about that. So, heck, anytime after Christmas, Jeff, I'm open for it. I'm gonna start, I'm well, but you, do, you already have today. a drummer, a very outstanding drummer. You have an outstanding drummer? I have uh, Troy, who's drummed for us in the past. He's drummed with some other bands. He is a solid as rock. Uh, we call him the bus driver because he, he knows how to drive that beat home, and he's solid as I'll get out. And he's he's gotten, uh, oh. over the last months, even over the last year, he's developed a lot more flash. Uh, but I love him because he's such a solid, dedicated drummer, and his well, timing that's is not, That sounds like the kind of drummer you want. Do you want me to also yeah. sing Take It Easy while oh, I drum? Sure, sure. I can sure, do sure, that, sure. too. I'm basically Don Henley. I'm singing, I'm drumming, it's all good. We, we can make it happen. As I've said before, we can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not in front of an audience. Oh, though. absolutely in front of an audience. That would be I'm amazing. Just, I'm curious just what kind of kit you got. It's just That's an electronic it. little kit. I mean, I got to put headphones on to hear the drum sounds, and I right. have a auxiliary cord to plug my phone into and uh, hear the music. So it's just uh, it's just a nice little setup. It's not too yeah, loud for the people in the house, and you know, we, well, I ask, but off we I go. Yeah, they make electronic drums now that use triggers, what they call a trigger, that sound just like the real thing. And uh, they've come a long way in the advancement of electronic drums. Yeah, so, they sound really good. I'm very happy yeah. with it. Yeah. Mike, first well, sounds great. Show, I, I would love to hear just... you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I guess. I mean, trust me on this. Trust him. I was so good. It was like the best I've ever done oh, in my I life. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, before we let you go, are there any other movies or television shows? We're not getting many television shows because of the, of the strike, but that should start fairly soon. Is there anything else you implore us to watch? Well, th there's, a, there's a bunch of good stuff. I mean, the, newer, the newest thing that's coming out that I'm kind of anxious about seeing how they do it is Wonka. Uh, it's a prequel to the Willy Wonka, and it's just, you know, my initial comment on that is – it's hard to imagine anyone in that role for me other than, uh, uh, well, gosh, I've got a brain. Uh, Johnny Depp. No, not Johnny Depp. Uh, Gene Wilder. Who yes. are we talking about, Jeff? Pay attention. What's the question? Gene. See, you're not even paying attention. Jeff's yeah, on his just, phone over here. I was reading some base, baseball right. stuff. Participate in the interview. I don't know anything about movies. What What was the question? <laughs> Gene, what, Timothy Burton produced it, but I can't remember who. The played. Nightmare Before Christmas. Willy Wonka. John, yeah, Johnny Depp. I don't know who the name is. The new actor is that's doing it. It looks interesting. I have no it's idea. Timothy Chalamet. It's, yeah, okay, it's, it's just it's still hard for me to imagine anyone besides Gene Wilder doing that role. So we'll see and go from now there. Now I'm so. getting angry at both of you. <laughs> I still don't know what we're trying to figure out. Who played the Willy Wonka? Mike was thinking about. He Gene Wilder. came up with Gene Wilder. Yeah, yeah. Gene Wilder. Uh, so there you go. Okay. Uh, God, I'm so mad at Jeff right now. It just irritates me to no oh. end. Don't be you mad. Can, Mike, thank you. you we can. appreciate it. Best of luck uh, in the chair today and uh, for the next several days until we get through Christmas. Sounds great. Appreciate it, guys. Always enjoy it. See ya. All right. Good grief. I mean, there's a time and a place to check your phone about baseball. It's not while we have I, a guest on the show. I don't know anything show. about Wonka. You didn't even know we were talking about Wonka. I heard it initially, and then I kind of checked out. Don't check out. I don't know we anything. We need I you can't, in the interview. I can't contribute to that conversation. We need you in the interview. But don't you want to know it's this? so unprofessional.
We'll take a break, everybody, and come back with our number two. Uh, we'll talk with Virgil Ballard coming up later in the show, catch up on our fantasy league as we prepare for the playoffs, of which I'm not a factor. Uh, I think Jeff's in, aren't you? I think dude is in also. Uh, I've had a horrible year, but we're going to talk about it with Virgil Ballard, our league commissioner. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.